sure those airlock doors are secure. Yeah, we don't want to revisit movie night or anything like that. Welcome back to Podcast Night on Gargantua 1. Um, we have a plane in the space station. What, um, what are we looking for? Uh, clues. Anything out of the ordinary besides, uh, a burnt-out plane full of snake men on a space station. Grimia! I think I figured out why the plane crashed. There were skeletons driving it. That's, uh, that's nice work, Colin. It looks like we got an Asian MIA. Better come with me while we search the area. There's no telling whether or not one of these snake guys are going to show up. You mean I'm coming with you? On a bonafide spy mission? Oh, let's go change into spy clothes. You better be dressed like a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Today... We're talking about Ice Station Impossible, the seventh episode, which is, it's another one of those um, out-of-order episodes. I like this one. It's not high on my list of season one episodes. I'm gonna be honest, it might be my least favorite of the season. And that's fair. Uh, I like this one because I thought the... Just ripping on the Fantastic Four was hilarious. Yeah, that was um, literally what Jackson Public says in the art book. The name of the game was to do the Fantastic Four, but make them suck. Well, and the what's kind of funny is the fact that, like, the Fantastic Four doesn't inherently suck, but the way... Richard treats his wife is not inaccurate to the way Reed Richards is occasionally portrayed as treating his wife. Um, the different, the key difference being in the Fantastic Four, Reed, like, like it seems like Mister Professor Impossible is intentionally an asshole. Uh, Mister Fantastic is just so smart that he just doesn't think. He's too smart to think about about like people's reaction. emotions. Yeah. Yeah, and then he once it's pointed out to him that he was being an asshole, yeah. he's like, "Oh, oh crap! I feel bad." Uh, I don't think Professor Impossible is yeah, capable of feeling bad. Just like, yeah. No, it was it was really funny. I didn't honestly the Mister Fantastic allegory, like, it didn't click in for me until I saw him in the Impossible suit. Yes. And then I was like, oh, okay. We're doing the Fantastic Four. And then he started stretching, and I was like, oh, all right, well. (laughs) I mean, he even has the same name, like Reed Richards, Richard Impossible. Yeah. No, and it's exactly it. Like, it was was good. I really, I liked what they did with it. The original plan uh, was supposed to be a Dr. Moreau-type island, uh, and the Doctor Impossible was seeking revenge on Rusty, but they went with the Fantastic Four route instead. What do you think would have been a superior episode? 
And I think maybe for the first season, it might but it might have been too out there for the first season. Going with something as familiar as the Impossible, as the Fantastic Four, makes a little more sense. That's fair. Do do they ever like revisit the Moreau idea? They do kind of use the like hybrid human things late in a much later season. Okay. I don't think it's not an island. It's in the jungle. They have uh, some human hybrid creatures, and, so it's not like a wasted um, yeah. idea. The Island of Doctor Moreau is a book by H.G. Wells. In case nobody knows, in case nobody knew that. Oh, it's a couple of movies too. Don't worry. Uh, on our H.G. Wells podcast, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. discuss the Island of Doctor Moreau. We're gonna go through every H.G. Wells book in excruciating detail. In publication <laughs> order. <laughs> what books does he have? Uh, he has quite a lot of books. Greg is going to talk about the episode while I figure out what books he wrote. And, oh, so we're still in season one. We're not even hiding the Johnny Quest influence because they literally had Race Bannon in there. It, that is actually Race Bannon. Because Cartoon Network owned the rights to him, so they were like hell yeah, we're going to use Race Bannon, and then the network was chill about it. Later, when they add Action Johnny, they can't actually call him Johnny Quest, the network changed their mind after that. I don't know why. I haven't seen any Johnny Quest. I used to watch it with my dad. That's fair. That's fair. I I just think, like... I don't know. I The Fantastic Four thing was just so big to me, I just I couldn't stop focusing on that. I really did like the fact, though, that... The exposure to cosmic radiation ruined everyone else's life except Richards, who just literally got the stretch powers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that sucks for everybody else. Poor fucking Sally. Like, what a useless... Like, she's married to him. Her, She can't really ever interact with her brother again. Nope. Her cousin is living with them forever now, I guess. And... It's, and the fucking Rusty? Yeah. What? I don't know if Rusty was worse to her or her actual hospital. Uh, hospital? Her actual husband, yeah. I don't know. I feel like in any situation, Rusty's the worst option. Yeah, that's fair. Like, just in general, I feel like I could have the option of drinking acid with Elon Musk or having a 30 second conversation with Rusty and I'd pick Musk I'm very mad at Elon Musk right now yesterday my Twitter account got suspended yeah and I know Elon listens to this so you yeah. should unsuspend <laughs> Colin's Twitter account for for evading it was suspended for evading suspension but I've never had a suspension so I don't know what they think I'm evading if anyone listening to this does have advice on how to, like, file an appeal that Twitter will actually listen to, uh, let me know. Thank you. I guess now is a good time. We're, like, halfway through this episode, so now is a good time for housekeeping. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe because it's free, and also comment because it's free, and it helps yeah. with the algorithm with getting us more exposure. If you are listening on Spotify, following is yeah. free and rating is free. I don't care what you leave a review as. One star, five stars, that's up your, that's your discretion. Because the, the reviews don't... 
Like if we, even if we got a bunch of one-star reviews, it'll it'll just change the audience we're being shown to. And it's the yeah. So like reviewing on any podcast platform just helps their algorithms determine like who to push the content out to. I think we're also on Apple and Amazon, so like rate and review on there too. But uh, most of our traffic does come from YouTube. So hi YouTube, uh, it's because of the Garrick cut. That's honestly why. I bet you. Is the what? The Garrick cut. When we went off on a st- we went off on a Star Trek tangent, and I cut in a picture of Garrick, and I zoomed in on his face. <laughs> Which episode is that? Uh, that's careers in science. I'm gonna, I, 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 I don't watch our, our YouTube ones, but that's hilarious. I'm gonna have to go find that now. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes in. My brain was about to jump straight to the intro question. Wow. Hey. Uh, we don't have... We who are we? You don't need to know that. All that matters is the story. Yep. Uh, yep. If you're enjoying what our mystery show is doing, there are numerous ways to support the show on our did Beacon stage. Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. <laughs> mystery TTRPG Theater 5000. Catch the Chaos live Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash the forgotten troop. <laughs> okay, this is, this is at about 17 minutes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, but uh, back to this episode, and I guess the reference. All of Race Bannon Equipments is different James Bond gadgets. You got like the the acid pen from Octopussy, you got the fucking knife boots. I'm a big James Bond fan. I am as well, but I haven't watched a lot of the older ones. I am but I have watched I think every Brosnan movie and almost every Craig film. I've seen all of the Daniel Craig ones, uh, most, if not all, of the Sean Connery ones. I, I've seen most of them. <laughs> I really enjoyed Skyfall. I liked Skyfall. Stephen Colbert voiced Professor Impossible? What? You didn't know um, that? No. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> just in the episode cast. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to say I, I, he I, sorry. comes back as... I hope. Let's see. Yes. He comes back for uh, to be Doctor Professor Impossible in three episodes. Nice. Bill Hader voices him briefly? Yeah. That's amazing. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that specifically. We do see the Impossible in the pilot, but he was unnamed at the time. And he looks very different. Like, his jaw is more jaw he, he's he's a much clearer XP of like Reed Richards in this one yeah and not just random science guy yeah this technically aired this is the f- this is stupid this is very stupid but this technically aired before the South Park episode where um people when people die they relieve their bowels that's just right. how it happens 
this aired before the South Park episode about that. So this was the first show to do okay. it. Okay. I think maybe The Sopranos did it. Um, there's an episode where a guy hangs himself, and you actually see the aftermath, yes. basically. I don't remember when that episode aired, but this is, I guess the first uh, adult cartoon to do it. Take that, South Park. Screw you guys. We're just gonna start a fight with the South Park fandom. Oh, please, no, we would lose. Oh my god. Why do you- why would we lose to the South Park fandom? They're feral. Yeah, but they're also like 12. I thought they were adults. That's what they want you to think. Are you telling me children watch South Park? <laughs> when I was in, like, the 8th grade, I remember my friends, uh, at youth telling me about South Park. It was like the coolest thing in high yeah, school. I never saw it. Adults don't watch South Park. High schoolers watch South Park. That's true. Okay, we'll check out our next podcast where we decide which cartoon fandoms would win in a fight. Uh, not the Simpsons because their fans are too old. <laughs> it's, it's like Deadliest Warrior, but with... Fandoms. Fa yeah. That would... I, I would watch that show. So this is just... We learn a little bit more about Rusty in this episode. Basically, that he pretty much that Professor Impossible was his college professor, and that he cheated on his midterms, and also that his and that his dad died when he was in college. Yeah, that's when we learned this. So, some more rusty information. He still can't do like anything on his own. Brock has to fucking save him, as per usual. Brock also continues to be a better father to the boys than Rusty ever could be. As always, he is the most professional nanny ever. I genuinely believe at this point calling him their nanny is a disservice to what he does for them. He is their dad. He's, <laughs> he's their dad now. He knows this. He's accepted it. Like how calm Dean is until it's like, oh yeah, dad can fit, Pop can fix this. Brock's and Brock's like, like no, he no, can't. He cannot. What? <laughs> Your dad's stupid. Yeah, like, I, I also, I, I, I like that because, well, everyone else, not everyone else, but a lot of people delude themselves by into thinking like Rusty's a genius or he has potential. Brock's like, no, he's a fucking moron. Brock knows he's a moron. Professor Impossible is aware he's a moron. Just, just trying to help him out because he's in like a bad place, you know. No, he's a fucking idiot. Even the government's like, don't, don't let him on your think tank. Yeah. He's so so stupid, and I'm glad that Brock is able to realize it. You know. Brock's pretty aware. And, and but but it's like you know what yeah he bodyguards him and he he helps him out but he's at no point is he deluding himself into thinking oh this man's a genius and he's not gonna let anyone else do it either God no he's he's known I really hope that I I hate Rusty like I I can't even express how much I do which I I know the writing is 
obviously supposed to make me hate Rusty, so that is... I, I say that in a good way, like in a positive, you know what I mean? A positive way, yeah. Yeah, like in a... They are doing a great job of making me hate Rusty. Because he's just... I have not found a redeeming quality in him so far. I don't think he has any until later. Whereas Brock is full of redeeming qualities and useful anecdotes. And, yeah, he's got f so many life lessons. He's right. He has a plan to kill the boys in their sleep. And, and yeah, that's fine. He just... He just knows what's up, man. He's ready. He doesn't want to kill the boys. He just knows he might have to. Uh, well, yeah, when you're working in super science, um, you just, uh, you just know. You gotta be prepared for all situations. But no, um, uh, overall, I liked the episode. Um, I do agree it wasn't, it isn't as strong as some of the other ones we've covered. But I liked just the persistent ripping on the Fantastic Four, and uh, that, got, that got me through the episode. But um, it's definitely not going to get me through my midlife crisis. No, nothing will. It's um, it's really all downhill from 25 on. So, anybody, anybody listening to this that's younger than 25, you've got a lot to look forward to. Yeah. It's all downhill from here. And so instead of having a midlife crisis, you guys should enter your midlife chrysalis. That's true, because we are going to be doing that next time. Yes. I would keep wanting to say next week, but like... Next no time. Look, the space time. station doesn't clean itself. I can barely keep my computer alive. And yeah, like, we each have like our own computers on the space station. Okay. And we gotta clean up this plane. Yeah, we don't have a butler. God, I wish we had a butler. Like, it's it's us, and then we were allowed to bring, like, our, our spouses. You got to bring your spouse? Who is the guy? I've seen your spouse around here. Do you not know that they're here? Uh, no. Are you sure that's not a phantom spaceman? I mean, I feel like your partner and a Phantom Spaceman have a lot of things in common. Shambling, moaning, crying. Screaming. Is there does your partner have a beard? Yes. Ah, the guy I saw was clean shaven. Okay. Okay, Phantom, Phantom Spaceman. Space okay. I guess we're going to have to go deal with that before he finds us again. I actually should go deal with that before it gets to my wife.